The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. My humps, my humps, my lovely lady humps. Welcome to Hump Day Wednesday, baby. Better to stop last call of the day. A banger of a show today. Why? Because uh, we're live in the studio with my boy Dead Leg Media, the research extraordinaire. He's in. He's in studio from South uh, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, South Colorado. Sorry. Could be South Colorado. Whatever yeah. it is. I don't even know what part of Colorado you're from. To be honest with you. No, I'm up from range. Northern Colorado. Yeah, get right up in that oh, mic, homie. Yeah, uh, Joe, okay. we've got the Failure Stop Meetup coming in. We've got tons of fans out there watching on the old YouTubes right now. People are coming in today. Drew Breezy will be here pretty soon. But uh, we decided because like a lot of the paid members and stuff are already here, and we feel bad that there's people that aren't here, we thought we'd make today's show public, which is usually private. It's usually for just the paid members. If you want to be a paid YouTube member, could do so just do that if you're a listener you're not a youtube guy we now have a patreon that is live with tons of extra content interviews uh true breezy just put an interview up there with a guy that was uh at the vegas shooting he was an officer during the vegas shooting um we've got lots of different guests on that on the patreon but of course on the regular fair to stop channel we still bring in you now five shows a week starting off every monday with uncuffed with uh, Jay Durrell, little cop comedy meets live PD every Monday. Monday night at 7.30 live on the YouTubes. Night Shift, True Crime Tuesday with Andrea. We got Last Call on Hump Day Wednesday that goes out on Thursday, which is bringing you all the other news that you need to know so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends. There's just something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Of course, we have Thursday's Com Center with Drew Breezy and Jonathan Bates with all the dispatch stuff. And then we have our break, uh, true, our breakdown, our Fair Stop flagship show, which is our breakdown. Today's show is brought to you by uh, David J. David J. No, I'm just kidding. Although David J does bring us the hottest super chats. And I think he's a paid member everywhere. It's incredible. Zach M's a new member. Welcome. Welcome to the Wolfpack brother. Uh, and, um, but no, today's show seriously is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good that it's scary. It's why I'm always so happy every single day of my life. It's because I sleep on a ghost bed. Man, if you're, uh, if you're, if you're not too far from Raleigh, North Carolina, and you want to come to the meetup, it's at Instill Distilling Company. It starts tonight at 5 o'clock p.m., goes all the way till 8. And then from 8 to 10, it's a uh, One More and I'm Out of Here podcast, Failure to Stop podcast, Q&A at the studio with free food and some free drinks. So come on out, get your ass down here. Everybody's staying in the same hotel. Pretty for the most part, everybody's staying in the hotel. Somebody kind of fucked up and went with the comfort inns instead of the comfort suites or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't know if it's a coincidence that he's also the oldest dude here. Uh, little Joe Biden shit sitting in there, maybe, possibly. Maybe a little Dalai Lama. I'm just kidding. He rode a motorcycle all the way here. So there's no fucking way Joe Biden's riding a motorcycle from Cincinnati, Ohio, all the way to Train Raleigh, North Carolina. Unless we got some training wheels on it. <laughs> yeah, you have to have some training wheels for sure. We got a lot of news. And then we're going to bring in a lot of the fans that are here. So you guys can meet up for the first time today's show. Though, uh, first of all, baby, we've got to talk about this. I titled the show this, so I'm going to start it with it. It's tongue-sucking Dalai Lamas. Have you seen the video of the Dalai Lama having a little child suck on his tongue? Have you seen this video yet? I have not. I was fortunate enough that I got to ride on a plane yesterday. 
So I didn't get this. I didn't get to see this yesterday. So this didn't happen yesterday, but the apology letter came out yesterday. Here's a little picture of it for the YouTube folks out there. This is a Donnie Lemon. Now this started out with a kiss. It started with a kiss. I think that's a song. Just a kiss. Just a kiss. Um, and how did it end up like this? But it started out with a kiss, and uh, it was it was actually started out with two foreheads touching. So they touched each other's foreheads, and then uh, once they touched each other's foreheads they wanted to he wanted a kiss on the cheek and then uh he got the kiss on the cheek and then he said suck on my tongue and so he sticks his tongue out and the little boy sucks on his tongue it's the most bizarre thing now i saw this before it's now it's all blurred out for the safety of the child but before this was blurred out this was all over TikTok. this was all over this was a TikTok thing which is i think another reason why they want to get rid of TikTok. yep Oh, that and they can't control it. That's what I'm saying. They can't control it because yeah. this news got out. I don't think this would have been news today. There would not have been no. an apology issued had it not went super ultra viral on TikTok. No, no, because only people that would have seen it would be the ones that are there or the ones that are stuck in the tongue, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so lots of shit went down on, on uh, the social media webs. Um, oh, damn, Zach M, dude. He says, uh, Zach M dropped us a super chat. $20. He says, am I doing this right? No, Zach, you have to come in here and suck on my tongue, bitch. Come on, dude. Come on in here and suck on the Dolly Tansy's lo- uh, tongue. Just do all the... Let's put your mouth right on there and uh, suck me till you love me, Zach. No, we thank you for that. Will Cray, $2. Thank you. Thank you, Will Cray. We appreciate you, brother, uh, for dropping us in the super chats. But yes, yeah, so uh, let me get into this article really quick about the Dami Lama. So uh, this is the, <laughs> by the way, I like how he releases his apology statement. On Twitter? Yeah. Of all places. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. where you go to say, my, my bad. My bad for sucking on a kid's tongue. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. On, t- on Twitter. Yeah. But he's got a blue check mark, so good for him. Uh, a video clip has been released circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. I have a problem with calling yourself holiness. I, yeah. You, you don't put yourself on a pedestal. If other people put you on a pedestal. Not when you're worth $150 fucking million, dollars, you don't. No. You, I mean, you're there. You don't need to call he's yourself. He's worth $150 million, dude. He's a Nobel Peace, Nobel Peace Prize winner, too. So you kind of do what he wants. You think um, you have a better publicist. <laughs> Just saying. Right? Uh, would give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. Dalai Lama, brother, it's not your words. It's not your words. Nobody gives a shit about your words. We want an apology for allowing a child to suck on your tongue and on a national stage, you pedophile fuck. That, I mean, of all places, that you don't have kids with that. You don't like that's just the church. That's the that, you, uh, yeah. You, you just got to keep it separate. You don't, you don't suck on a kid's tongue, right? Like, I, don't, I can't think of a single time that it's appropriate to suck on a have a kid suck on your tongue. I, I don't, I can't think of, I, I seriously, I, na- you can't name it. The funny thing is, though, is there's literally only one side of humans that are even trying to argue this. Now, there is arguments of this. I have seen that, oh, that's on us for not. Uh, for not uh, that's the West not understanding understanding Tibet culture. Now I looked up Tibet culture about tongue sucking. It's not in there. So it's not I, in there. There's no there's no Tibetan sign of uh, of of any kind of like religious value in in tongue sucking. Like yeah, you don't from have, children to to male adults. Like there are cultures where 
like marrying young kids, that is very, very much a part of the culture. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the world says, yeah, we're cool with that. Yeah. You you can be not all right with marrying kids that are young. You can be all right with not right. sucking a kid's tongue. Just because we're stoning women in Afghanistan to death for uh, not doing their laundry. You pick does that mean we could do that here in the United States? You know what I mean? Nah, or uh, all the gay. Uh, if you're gay, you get killed. They'll throw you off a building. I mean, they'll just do gay shit with you in Afghanistan. Afghanistan is probably the gayest country I've ever been in, in my life. Yeah. There's so much gay shit going on in that fucking country. It's ridiculous. Uh, lots of male on male handholding, lots of uh, male fucking goats. They have their own little bacha boos, their little boys, their little bacha boozies or something like that. Um, His Holiness often teases people he meets in, in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the innocent uh, incident. This is his tweet. Now, uh, the office of the Dalai Lama said the spiritual leader regretted his actions. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. Statement posted on the 87-year-old uh, Buddhist monk's Twitter account. By the way, Buddhists are supposed to like take pride in living very minusculely. Uh, this guy's got 150 mil, baby. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way. I don't know, dude. I, I, I tease people in an innocent. I, I may have already grabbed Will Cray inappropriately at some point. Um, since he's been here, maybe TJR, maybe I've, uh, maybe I've made a pass at number two, unwanted. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're here. You're here. You and flew in. I feel like you deserve it. And we're consensual adults. I feel like you're consensual. It doesn't matter. I think you're consenting at the point that you fly, fly all the way here from Minnesota. Well, someone had me sign a consent form before I came in, so I don't, I don't know who some, someone. Yeah. I'm signing. Something. It was an NDA and a consent form. Yeah. Because now, now, and you have to call me Your Holiness for the rest oh, okay. of the time. Everybody here has to call me Your Holiness, by the way. And you all have to suck on my tongue. Um, except Rob, I'm not sure I want him sucking on my tongue. Well, you get, to, uh, yeah, you'll get some ticklish from his, yeah. his dick broom. Dude, this is, uh, this is crazy, man. Uh, the incident is not the first time the Dalai Lama has been lambasted for comments in public. Again, this is the way the media confuses you. Nobody gives a fuck about his comments. Nobody gives a fuck about him saying, suck my tongue. What you have a problem with is the child sucking your tongue, Mr. Lama. And he, in the tweet, he said he regrets that it was on, like, no, you don't regret that, you don't regret it or you regret it was on film. Because there's two different things. Because I can regret that I did something bad and feel bad about it. And I can regret that I did something bad that's on camera. For sure, there's accountability for it. There's a two different kind of guilts there. Are you mad that you got caught? Or are you mad that you got caught on camera? Like that, yeah, don't, just don't mess with kids. In 2019, uh, the spiritual leader apologized after suggesting a female Dalai Lama should be attractive. I'm for that. I want my Dalai Lama chicks to be smoke shows. Well, you're advertising. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, at the end of the day, sex sells. Well, just not sex with kids. Right. Right. I want my Dalai Lama S, uh, Dalai Lama Et. I want her to be of age, but I want her to be a real fox. You know what I'm saying? I'd make you want to go to church, though. And then she could suck my tongue. It's a nice eye candy. While calling me holiness. Might well. 2018, the ally reported that he was criticized for suggesting Europe should be for Europeans only. Ooh. Ooh imagine if I said that. <laughs> America, America's for America's only. <laughs> well, that's true. I do believe that. Well, now we got we have the open borders now. Oh, man. Yeah, but I want America to be for only America. If you're not American, get the fuck out. Well, I mean, just, as long as you're on the same team. We have to have the same team values and we want to win. But right now, there's we we're on a losing team right now. I know, I know, dude. I fought in two. I look, look, I fought in a losing war. I was in the other one. Yeah, you were in the other one. So I mean, my bad. Sorry, guys. Fucking losers, bro. Don't even. Deserve, that's why I don't get my free Applebee's. 
um, on Veterans Day because I don't feel like I, I feel like that should be only for I mean, because technically we've lost the lost three wars, you know, Vietnam, not so hot. So basically, Applebee should just be for your Gulf War vets and maybe your World War II vets if they're still around. A few that are still around. Yeah, feel they're still around. Um, uh, next up, though, real quick before we jump over to to our live group here, um, Biden gets down and dirty with the EPA vowing 67 percent of vehicles in 2032 will be electric. It's electric. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, 2032. Now, I have a problem with the, the electric vehicles. One, I haven't done enough research into it, but I hear that you cannot make them without child slaves. It's in the it's in the bylaws. It was in the, the trademark. It's like line 42. That's right. what it said. You have to use child slaves. Right. No, but seriously, though, right? Like, it, that, isn't like all the lithium and all that stuff, isn't it? Like, the, the way that they labor? mine all that stuff in the other countries, it's 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 strip mining. I mean, it, and then in those other countries, if you watch the video, it's it's depressing to watch right. because you're going to have women carrying their children mining stuff by hand to get enough to eat for the end of the day. It's like when I sent Will Cray and Davy J to go get coffee. It was sad. It was just sad. There was a lot of handicap going down the sidewalk to get me coffee. And then they're coming back. One of them doesn't have a good arm or a good leg or two good legs. The other one's got like a fake foot, fake leg thing going on. And it was sad. Too. It was depressing. I felt like, uh, I felt like one of those strip mine managers sending them to get me coffee. But yeah, I mean, so the, the bigger problem, I don't care about slaves, right? Like I want my diamonds. I want my blood diamonds to be blood diamonds. I, I want a real authentic blood diamond. I don't want these like, uh, I don't want those diamonds that are, what, what, what kind of diamonds do they call them now? Like, oh, the, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. The, anyway, I, I want the corrupt diamonds. That's, that's how they add value to them. That's, that's yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the one of the rarities of why diamonds I want are blood on the diamond is one. I want to see the blood. They're just rare, but two, they're, they're hard to get. You're going to have, you have to pay those little kids to get down there and get rid of their fingernails and yeah. go to town at it. Yeah. So I'm not really concerned about the, the lithium batteries being mined by slaves part, but what I am bothered about is, uh, where are we going to get electricity for all these vehicles? I mean, California can't even keep up with the electricity for what they got. And then if shit, it's the fan. They can just deny us electricity for the vehicles and then we can't even travel. And then, I mean, we've already seen this happening with the banks in Canada where the truckers were, uh, where they were denying truckers the rights to have money from ATMs or whatever. In Denver, they had, uh, was it last year, year four last? It was really, we had a hot spree or hot stretch and there were some customers that opted into this program. So they, it was in there, so you knew what you were getting, but you sign that shit all the time. You don't know what you're getting. And you couldn't turn your thermostat because they were under power use restrictions. So during the hottest part of the day, you couldn't keep your house cool. So if you take that and apply that now to cart, now you can't go get groceries. Right. Or your yeah. social credit. We don't like what you said be posted on Facebook. So we're going to yeah. go ahead and we're going to, you yeah. can't go to the store today. You can't take your kids to the skate park. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't like the whole the whole thing. Now they want the pickup trucks. Now I heard Harley Davidson. I haven't I haven't confirmed this yet, but I heard that Harley Davidson is going full electric. I thought you bought a Harley Davidson because you wanted that well, there's throaty a... fucking growl, dude. You want to sound like a lion going down the highway. Now you're gonna sound like a little pussy. Me, me. I don't me, know what me, me. Tesla and Ford are doing, or Tesla me, and like Porsche. Me, me. Other companies are doing, but Ford themselves, they're having problems with the electric, the lightning up in northern climates because it's too cold. Mm. So when you get cold, the battery's range, this capacity is less than what it is. 
So you think you have all this range and you get halfway there. Like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to get there and I can't get back now. So then you're stuck. There was a YouTuber that had one of the, the YouTuber that had that did a towing test. So now the, here's the other thing, right? Yeah. The towing test. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he just last, I was watching last night. He sold his because at the range, because it's too cold. Yeah. yeah. So you, Stanley Meyer, is that a name you're familiar with at all? Stanley one Meyer. of, uh, he invented a vehicle that could run on water. This is a real story, not a conspiracy theory. This isn't night shift with Andrea up late. Um, but it was a water fuel cell. Uh, it split water into component elements, hydrogen and oxygen. The hydrogen gas was then burned to generate energy, blah, blah, blah. It was a big process. And he made a car and he was fucking murdered for it. Uh, Stanley Mary's invention was later termed fraudulent after two investors to whom he had sold the dealership offering the right to do business in the water fuel cell technology sued him in 1996. His car was due to be examined by the expert witness. There's like a whole thing on this whole thing on this. Um, and then that history, that, that, that science kind of went away after he was, I mean, I, I guess it, he died suddenly in 1998 while dining at a restaurant. Um, he was meeting two with two Belgian investors and then he randomly set out, ran outside saying I've been poisoned. Um, and then he fucking died from an aneurysm. Well, that's what they said. It was an aneurysm. Right. But I mean, poison can cause an aneurysm. I, I'm pretty sure. Right. But stranger things, you can have a fake body and present a fake body and a fake body can go through the ME's office. ME's office. This is real. I'm, I'm reading this yeah. right now from, from Wikipedia right now that he had, he, he was sitting down with some Belgian investors, uh, ran outside saying that it was poison and then he dropped dead. Um, very crazy. Then there was another, uh, there was another guy. This is another true story. This is, uh, uh, a guy named Tom Ogle. He was goofing around with a lawnmower motor and he had a busted carburetor. And so he connected like some kind of hoses to the harp carburetor, trying to save it to mow his lawn. And he ended up being able to like mow his whole yard several times over without wasting any gas. So he applied this to his car. And this was 31 years ago today. El Paso inventor Tom Ogle gained national attention when he drove a Times reporter from the Times from El Paso to Deming and back on just two gallons of gas. Ogle's invention never took off. If you Google his name, you will find many theories as to why it didn't. Here's the article from May 1st, 1977, an article that ran Ogle's death in 1981. By the way, he died from a heart attack at the age of 26. And that was it. So when we go back and we look at the VAC stuff, all the people who are dying from heart attacks now, we can go back and say, look, there was one person at least that died young. So you've had two people that have proven that you can create a vehicle that can run using less gas, less, you know, carcinogens or whatever it is, like all the stuff that makes the EPA happy uh, without using lithium, without having to have slaves. But we've off those people. Because it can't get me monetized. That's why. Right. No one's going to make money. And it's going to take money out of the people that are making money currently. Exactly. Exactly. That's the problem I have with this whole thing. And, you know, this whole New World Order thing that we've all just been laughing and joking about. Um, if you think about it, dude, all the conspiracy theorists, the people who question the vax, they weren't anti-vax, the people that question the vax, right? the people that uh, that question the things that are going on with Epstein's Island, the things that question what's going on with the Dalai Lama having children suck on his tongue. People that have a problem with the pedophilia that's going on in Hollywood. It's been proven to go on in Hollywood. Uh, the people who bring up that there are these cults 
that are in the rich elites, these sex cults that children have come out and talk about. Now, all of those people are the wackadoodles. But if you watch the news, the motherfuckers are believing in aliens. Right? They believe that Joe Biden is healthy. What do they know? And is doing a great job. What do they know that we don't know or where they're smoking that we don't have? Right? All of a sudden, they're super pro-war. They want World War III tomorrow. Who's the wackadoodle now, man? I'm not sure. A lot of this stuff is extremely backwards. Um, One more segment here before we dive into all these live people that are just dying to get in here, get their time on the camera with me, and I'm dying to meet them. This is, uh, you know, a feel-good story, but not really. It's feel-good for the shark. If you're hungry. It's a feel-good story if you're a shark. Little snack. Hawaiian surfer, 58 years old, loses his foot in a rare shark attack off of Honolulu. Uh, this is a shark with a foot fetish, and uh, he wanted uh, he wanted the foot. 58-year-old Hawaiian surfer lost his right foot in a weekend shark attack off the coast of Honolulu. Mike Morita was gliding over the waves near Coelho Basin about 7 o'clock in the morning on Sunday when he was bitten by a shark. Uh, officials said that the predator was believed to be an 8-foot-long tiger shark. Uh, they used their boards and their leashes and just tourniquets and then stem the bleeding and possibly save his life. They got him to shore. He lost his foot, but he is alive. And so that's great. Um, tiger sharks were the only thing that scared shit out of me when I lived out there. Yeah, tiger sharks? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. When you get to shark shining, you just kind of stay out of the water for a couple of days. I don't clear. think the great whites would be what's scary. That's what bit off of what's her names are. Those tigers can come way up into the shallow stuff. Because I mean, the great whites are, I mean, they can, but they're quite a bit bigger. Those tiger sharks are like dolphins with teeth. Yeah. I've seen a 15 foot tiger shark. Like you think like it is a muscle, it's a muscle designed to kill you. That's it. It's a muscle with teeth. It's a killing machine. But you know what? Good for the shark. Got himself a foot. And uh, that's, that's the way we are here in America. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like humans are never the victim. So it was a shark. I actually watched a very disturbing video of some um, something out of Florida. I'll save that for Friday's show, though. But now I want to start bringing in some of the uh, folks that uh, have come to see some last call listeners that have been paid members for a long time um, that are now coming in through the uh, that, that are that have flown in here for the meetup. They want to start coming over towards the studio one by one. I'm going to bring them guys up. I want to ask a couple of questions. I want to get to know the fans. I want to get to know the Wolfpack. I want to let the other Wolfpack see them live and in person and uh we've got one hobbling this way i can see him hobbling oh, right now it looks like it is will cray he's wearing walking. a night shift shirt here he comes it's going to take him a little bit longer than we thought because uh he's got a fucked up leg come on in will cray i actually have something for will cray come on in here buddy come sit down next to uh big daddy your come sit by your holiness um, by the way, if you want to get on the show and you're out there watching on the TV and you're here at the studio, when you come in, just uh, address me as your holiness and then suck on my tongue when you get inside. Uh, Will Cray. Yes, Hello, dude. Holiness. How's it going? <laughs> yes, yes. You're doing great. You're doing Thank good. You. Uh, you flew in from Minnesota. I did. Right? What is Minnesota? Is that MI? MA? MN. MN. Fuck, yes. I was way off. I was way yeah. off. Now, you met me for the first time yep. this week. Uh, Dumber than in real life than you thought, or uh, actually about the same. About I the same. Figured. Really, everything you expected me to be. Yes. Really. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I I thought honestly people were gonna be like, God, I thought he was just pretending to be that dumb. This guy's really <laughs> fucking stupid. 
Um, I picked them up and we could not find parking for no. hours. No. And we, if we got stuck in some weird traffic, I got lost in my own town. And remember the person with four flat tires? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What are the odds of that? That's a bad day, brother. That's a bad day. So now when you flew in here, you, you met another man on the Wolfpack on the plane that you did not know before. This is three you're yes. telling me in the shuttle from the, uh, from, from the airport. Um, how did that go down? How did you guys figure out that you were both coming to North Carolina from Minnesota mm -hmm. to a fair set meetup? So I went and hopped on the plane with my group and went and sat down, totally out of it, sit on my phone. And then all of a sudden this guy comes walking by. He's like, well, I was like, yo, what's up? Oh, and, uh, that's how it yeah. Went so then I saw him and I went, I was like, he's, he said, it's TGR. I was like, oh shit. Hey, oh, what's shit. up? Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, I was. Did you guys howl at all? Did you guys, oh, you know? Ooh, like, yeah. Just, you uh, did, like, right across the plane? I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, that's so cool, man. How do you like North Carolina? Dude, it's it's nice. A little bit greener. <laughs> it's gray in Minnesota right now. Yeah. Now, they always say the grass is greener, but be careful. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a growing town, and so the traffic is. I do, you won a um, an Instagram giveaway. I did. I'm going to be honest with you. You didn't win. You really I kind of figured you didn't really win, but you wrote the comment. I never win these things. I, I bitched, but fuck it. And I said, <laughs> I saw the comment and I said, dude, uh, just make up some kind of a drawing. McDonald's did it. They're still doing fine. Um, let's make this guy win something uh, in his life. He needs he needs something. So you, you did technically win by being the biggest loser, the biggest whiner. Thanks. But here, I wanted to give it to you while you're here. Yeah. And here you go. This is a skateboard. Um, this is a sponsorship skateboard. Uh, it's given to my children in their sponsorship package from Yoke Hair Skateboards. Um, they do a photo shoot with them. This one was used um, in, a, in a brief photo shoot. So it's it's got a little, oh, cool. little okay. scuffiness. It's got another little sponsorship decal on awesome. it. Awesome. Um, and then he'll be here later if you want him to sign it. Yeah. But uh, you get to have a uh, Yoke Hair skateboard, a sponsored skateboarder from, from Duke Tansy and Grummet Vomit podcast. That is cool. Um, and Thank you can you. take that on the plane with you. You yes. slide it in your backpack, yep. you sent your backpack down and then, uh, and they'll allow you to take that on the plane. But that yeah, is a sweet. real life sponsorship skateboard, yeah. uh, from a little tiny Grom ripper. And uh, I like your shirt. You got the night shift shirt. I let me can. ask you one more question before yeah. I, before I let you go. Favorite show on the Ferris Stop channel. Hmm. Are you at me? Is that is that sexual or it was? Yeah, oh, your holiness yeah. is aroused. Yes, <laughs> sweet. What's your favorite one? Um, I'm gonna have to say it's Last Call. Oh, you like yes, Last Call? I do. It's get great. the fuck out of here. You're lying. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, you like Last Call? Yeah. Do you like the new news stuff? Like where we're getting like more political news? I'm not gonna stop doing it because it gets higher numbers. Uh, yeah, it's, I used it's, to enjoy doing the fun, great, weird yeah. news. It's, it's the fun, weird news is great. I, I only can add it in now. When I used to just be fun, mm -hmm. weird news heavy on last call, yeah, the numbers weren't that great. But when I started adding like Dom, Dalai Lama's tongue sucking and anything that Biden's doing mm -hmm. or anything that Trump's doing, the numbers just go up and up and up and up and up. So yeah. you can't fight if that's what the people want. I'm a man of the people. Your yeah. holiness is a man of the people. So, uh, Will Craig, thank you so much for yeah. coming up on the show. I can't really <laughs> shake your fucked up hand. Here. Oh, oh, we're dropped. Just yeah, fuck that skateboard, dude. It doesn't mean anything to you. Fuck the kids. Wow. wow. Uh, wow. Suck on my tongue, children. Okay. And no, we're just kidding, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Will Cray. Yeah, we'll see you tonight. You. Yeah. We'll see you tonight. Uh, we're gonna bring in TJR. Looks like he's next up in line.
I like his shirt. Jonathan Bates would be, uh, it looks like a Jonathan Bates shirt. TJR, TJ, welcome to, welcome to Last Call, dude. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, dude. Now listen, I, I got to meet you yesterday and uh, fascinated by your career choice because I feel like you would be the most popular guy in almost every career field. You are a tech that works on copy machines. That's correct. Yeah, I do a lot of different stuff with uh, copiers. I've had a different life path. I'll tried a bunch of different things. So yeah, yeah, we got into that. You did some security work, some law enforcement stuff, dabbled, whatever. But really, I'm most impressed by the copier stuff, because I feel like that you must have really strong intestinal fortitude. You're a man that's probably never going to commit suicide ever. Because if you can handle the pressures of a printer, or a copier, you can handle the pressures of anything. You know, it's one of those career paths, like unlike cops, oops, sorry, You're good. Uh, unlike cops, where there's a lot of people that don't like them. When a copier technician shows up on site, like everybody like praises them. That's what we, I'm saying. We get cookies, we get whatever, because they just want their copier fixed. Yeah, like whenever you walk in, all you hear is, here goes my hero. Exactly, yeah. I did that for Falconator. She loves it when I sing. Um, do they ever just fucking piss you off, though? I can't even look at a copy machine. I can't make one copy without just wanting to rage and punch and kick. You know, because the copier is such a divisive product in general in offices, I don't know how many times you get you're dealing with office pranks. So I have cleaned peanut butter and jelly off of a copier because <laughs> someone wanted to make a copy of a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. okay. Um, I spent about three hours trying to find a paperclip in a machine. Come to find out someone had copied a paperclip onto the paper. So the paper that was printing had a cop. Uh, a paper clip right pre-printed on the image and so oh that was a good one so you um, just searched the whole machine I for tore that machine apart <laughs> finding a paper clip that did not did, exist did not exist dude it kept popping up oh on my all the copies gosh oh my gosh uh any butt butt prints boob prints uh when you go to a copier that magically the glass is broken or cracked that's the reason happened. is someone decided that they needed to right it's because it, it's because i picture i did that one time i put my penis down on it and the weight of my penis cracked the entire that, copier. that makes sense broke yeah. the wheel blew the wheels out blew the glass out whole nine yards because uh, it's real heavy um your shirt says uh, get in losers we're leaving it's got a uh it's got the a ufo on it i like your shirt has jonathan bates seen your shirt today no not it actually says get in loser we're doing butt stuff oh man that is probably my favorite shirt it seemed fitting where did you get trip. that shirt i think wish honestly dude i wish i had that shirt falconator says she sends a dollar 99 super chats she says thank you eric uh you're welcome you're absolutely you're absolutely welcome let me get david j over to you hey right. thank you so much for thank flying you. in for for dealing with all of our shenanigans we're, we're happy to have you man absolutely thank really you happy. yeah we got davy j uh those of you who don't know you probably heard the name david j he's raining money uh oh geez i'm sorry super chats just fly off of me super chats Ooh, just I'm fly off. actually when he walks around he looks like one of the mario characters that has the coin above his head and he just like he's like ching ching he's like the monopoly man walking around uh david j has always showered us with many 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 blessings We've got to meet you in real life in real time and we really appreciate yeah having here i love your guns up kitty up shirts. Of you've course. got the og shirts now david j uh are you allowed to tell us what you do for a living or yeah is that off limits no, no, no we what do talk. you do that you're so no. fucking rich 
Well, I wouldn't say I'm rich. I'm just financially stable. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I am active duty Navy. Okay. Yeah. Working out of San Diego. Uh, right San now I'm Diego. part of a training group. Uh, okay. obviously the patch just for you. Oh, dude, this uh, is awesome. So part of that training group. Is, oh, this is beautiful. Uh, certifying and training ships to be ready to go do anti-piracy. Oh, uh, like anti, uh, don't make a DVD. Don't reprint the DVD anti, uh, more like burning anti, CDs, anti-smuggling, anti-human trafficking, anti-drugs. Oh, like real life pirates, yeah. like pirates of the Caribbean shit. Yeah. Jack Sparrow fucking shit. Yeah. Unfortunately we don't, we hardly ever find rum. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, nobody, nobody's like really like pot stockpiling rum. We, people tend to drink that rather quickly. Um, so you, you do the, the training group, you got the, the Navy background. How long have you been in the Navy? Uh, it'll be 16 in June. No shit. I see you've got a bum leg. I do. Did you I lose do. that shit in the war? No, no. Unfortunately, it was a it was a trip out in the desert. Okay. Uh, took a bad spill and ouch. You know, things just escalated from there. But, yeah, and okay. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, dude. When I when I watched you and Will Cray walk off into the sunset to go retrieve me some coffee from the local coffee shop, I for one moment felt guilty watching the limping, the patheticness. <laughs> And I said, damn, that's loyal. Dude, that's the loyal wolf pack right there. Oh, yeah. uh, suck on the tongue of your holiness and, uh, and go get me some coffee. It was, a, it was sad to see, but at, at the same time, I was proud. I was proud. It's like, it's like, a, like, an e, like, like a bird letting its chick fly from the nest, but the chick has a broken wing and it falls face first. You're a little bit sad, but you're kind of proud that it took that leap, knowing that it wasn't going to make it. True. But you guys made it, though, oh, yeah. which I was surprised. Oh, yeah. It was a good walk. Got my steps in. <laughs> your steps. Does that thing fuck with your uh, your eye I watch with your steps? I don't know. I I stay away from technology a lot of times, so like okay. I keep a basic Casio watch on me. I try to turn everything off on my phone. Like now, what do you think about what's your opinions on on North Carolina? Quickly, I enjoy it. I've been down here multiple times through my my life. My uncle lives down here in South Carolina. I used to go to Carowinds all the time on the border. Oh, you know. I have not been to Carowinds. I've driven by it a thousand times. Yeah, I, I'm dying to take my kids to Carowinds. It's a fun park. Yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. It's all roller coasters. Yeah, it looks dope. I mean, we drive by it all the time. On Thanksgiving, my son was just like crying, like, please, dad, can we go to Carowinds? I was like, it's Thanksgiving, yeah. too. We're not going to Carowinds. That's in Charlotte. It's not in Charlotte. Um, what's your favorite show on the Fader Stop podcast channel? So it started off with Breakdown. Okay. with you and, and Mike the cop, right. because I, I actually still use breakdown videos that you all do in my training for classroom. Oh, great. So I'll actually bring up a, tr a breakdown and I'll use, use that yeah. as judgment based training because the Navy doesn't give enough judgment based training right. for people who do reaction force and stuff like that. So right. I bring that in and I use critical thinking like, all right, guys, what did you see? What, what could be better and right. break and have them break down the video for me. And then I break it down showing like, all right, well, this is, this is the breakdown of what really happened and it gives them a good perspective. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. I mean, it means a lot that you guys, uh, but you said it was your favorite. So what's your favorite now? It's leaning towards comm center and uh, last yeah. call. Comm center is super, super funny. Oh yeah. It started out as just like this weird stepchild. Um, didn't know if I was going to love it or not. It's just, I was forced to have it. You know, I had true, true breezy. He wanted to bring his little stepson, John on. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can love it. It started off a rocky start. I was like, man, I'm never going to call that kid my son. Not going to happen. Um, and now, damn it. It's good. Damn it, they're family. Oh, yeah. I love them. I love that show. And I think it's really funny. And Last Call, that's really interesting, man. It's, it's cool because, you know, Last Call was is a brainchild that um, 
that I, I, I just thought it needed because I own a bar. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that first responders just wouldn't shut the fuck up about first responder shit ever. And, and I was like, man, we gotta have something else to talk about. And, you know, and you try to talk to them about anything going on in pop culture, anything that's going on in the news. And they're like, Oh, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. Well, you knowing is half the battle. If you're not watching the news, if you don't know what's going on, how are you supposed to help those people out on the streets? You can't relate to them. Right. If you're a hostage negotiator, and you're trying to negotiate and you've got literally nothing to relate to the person, but you got a little girl trying to jump off a bridge and you're like, Hey, uh, why we're sitting there waiting for, uh, you know, that thing you've requested, those sunglasses you requested. Uh, did you see that shit about Lindsay Lohan changing her name to Lohan? What do you, what do you think about that? And then you've got a whole conversation piece. So, uh, I, and I'm enjoying, I'm, it's been fun to watch, to watch it grow. Thank you so much oh, for coming. And thank you for always for all the super chats and we're going to have a great time tonight. Oh. We're not even close to being done right now. I've got Rob from one more and i'm out of here podcast coming all the way in from cincinnati ohio so we've gone from minnesota to san diego to now cincinnati ohio there's so much culture it's like the united nations over here uh oh it's like the tongue of give me a couple more beers and i will get on that thing um i'll ride that thing like a sibium with my lips baby (laughs) are you stealing my super chat money oh i thought right here on camera you piece of shit I saw these crippled guys coming down the street. They all had wallets. So that's the only reason I popped in this place. Yeah. I figured, shit, I'm going to rob these guys. I can't walk or run or call the cops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have that at the time. Well, slow down there, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, the ringers? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Listen, you got your show is hilarious. One more and I'm out of here podcast. You guys are super funny. You drove down here by yourself. You guys are such a tight crew that one of your crew members said, I am not driving fucking 10 hours with that asshole. The other guy was like, fuck that. I'm flying. The other guy said, I can't afford to fly, um, even though he has probably more money than all of us. I think Kiefer was the one that said he was coming down. He flew with Jill. Right. Carol and I were going to ride down, but apparently innuendo on what was going to happen to him, asking him repeatedly if he was allergic to any chloroform or other uh, right. pharmacological things he sure. got a little nervous and uh rode his motorcycle yeah he just said fuck it i'd rather go 13 hours on a motorcycle yep. he had a free room too i got double double queens rode his motorcycle ran out of gas on the way down did he really uh, oh god that's a great story ask him about it i'm going to ask him about it here shortly pulled in a rest area had to jump up in two cabs to get uh enough gas to fill oh. his motorcycle i don't know what he did in the cabs he will not admit it at that wow, truck stop that's awesome and then all of that to to come here and get the wrong hotel yeah, wrong comfort hotel. in instead of or comfort suites instead of comfort in or whatever it is. Like. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that Carol is. Carol is awesome. He never never ceases to amaze us. That is so funny. Is that hey, is that that's Hamity just sim out there? Uh go grab Hamity and tell him I'm in here. Who? Uh Hamity oh. just said, Hey Hamity, I'm gonna get you on here in a second. You got time? Yeah. Well, the terrorist whisperer has just stopped by the studio. So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna pop him in just a minute. Give I'm gonna we'll come and get you in two seconds. Um, however you feel, you're you're gonna be well. We'll talk about it when you get oh, in. Oh shit! That's if he's getting cool. naked, can I uh, can tonight. I stay in here? And does he have to put a leg brace on to come on the show? <laughs> the, 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 well, he's been blown up a fuck ton of times. Uh, the terrorist whisperer. I don't know if you ever read his book or seen the documentary on the Amazon. Not. Pretty fascinating stuff. He he was actually um uh America's first Iraqi spy. He was imprisoned by Saddam Hussein at the age of twelve. Um, became the youngest command sergeant major of all of Iraq at 19, was blown up, was shot, lost like tons of dudes under his command at like 19 years old. At 28, he was uh, given, uh, he was like one of the most wanted Muslims in, in the Arabic world. And so they gave him a freedom pass to the United States. Um, and so he came down here personally as a, like a personal guest of, of General uh, Petraeus. 
Um, I actually been in a car with him when General Petraeus FaceTimed us, and I was like, "Oh, really? Hey, G General, sir." It was very funny. It was very crazy. So that'd be cool, shit. And I, I want to say we appreciate you, and I'm sure the other guys will echo it as well. If Carol can find the studio door, but he won't be able uh, to find it. No, no not chance. at all. Um, He's probably out there sucking on Kiefer's tongue. Yeah, thinking it's mine. Could be Could practicing. Be. He wants to make it right. Kind How of like did you guys get hooked up in the One More and I'm Out of Here podcast? What was the story behind that? uh keith and i were drinking at a bar repeatedly and uh like solving the world's problems bullshit and arguing right. and uh cracking jokes and said "Fuck it let's put a mic in we did it for no other reason like dex did just something to do right and, and now uh, you guys are like live in front of an entire audience at a bar we've had some time. good guests like you've had some great guests they're not there to see us uh no <laughs> yeah but it's very funny you guys put on a hell of a show there and, and you've got like it's like a cheers it's like a podcast for like cheers right you got like your whole bar family you got all yeah. these people at the bar and then uh and then they get to see a live podcast once a week or, yeah. or whatever it is when you guys came up for sheller that was awesome that uh, was great yeah lieutenant that was cool. super funny marty brenneman the hall of famer for the cincinnati reds he yep. packed that place uh we've had a lot of good guests salma yep. wilcott yeah yeah i am pit dexter pitts you guys yep dex coming up yeah there was so, a shooting uh, in anderson when dex was there it was awesome <laughs> well we, we appreciate you guys being here i'm sure we're gonna have a lot of debauchery a lot of stories to talk about and um, thank you so much for making the long haul trip. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you, man. Bye. Hey, I appreciate what you do for the handicapped people. And I want to make a donation on behalf of one more and I'm out of here. Oh, cool. Thank you. Kids. Oh, dude, this is for all the handicapped guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put this to another mullet haircut, actually. Uh, Hammity just sent the terrorist whisperer just walked in the dark. The terrorist whisperer. If you guys haven't heard the terrorist whisperer on all sorts of other podcasts, including his uh, own. Uh, you can hear him on uh, the Drinking Bros podcast. Probably one of my favorite interviews with you, to be honest with you, just because it was super real and 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 down to earth. And then you were on some uh, Pakistani dudes podcast one time. Yeah, uh, the, I forgot the guy's name, but that was. I mean, what was that guy's name? Pakistani dude. Was he Pakistani or no? Uh, he's Iranian. Iranian. Yeah, that was valuetainment. Yeah, yeah, valuetainment. Yeah, yeah, he's Iranian American. That was cool. You guys were literally were fixing the world's problems. Yeah, on that show. I mean. It's kind of what happens when you have uh, two guys, one from Iran, one from Iraq, that are both have been through similar experiences. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big show. He's one of the biggest YouTubers literally in the United States and um, great show. You know, he's very informed, great podcaster as well. You've yeah. got a show called The Black Site Show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big on TikTok right now, yeah. too. You guys yeah. are crushing it on TikTok. Um, the show is very interesting. It's bringing kind of that, that counterintelligence, intelligence world spook spy you can say you could say it's like a war storytelling yeah it's a war stories war stories. i mean we're we're trying to basically through this to talk about traumas so that way um you know veterans and people who have served not to keep these traumas inside yeah um as you know i have a friend that i lost recently so sure it's unfortunately that uh we're, we're trying to basically um bring this awareness to other vets who are struggling yeah. that they're not the only ones dealing with stuff yeah. And by sharing our traumas, I, I myself personally never shared all my traumas from the war. Right. I went to a therapist recently, my first time in my life going to a therapist. I've never told anybody about right. some of the things that went down. So so the show is really out there just to help others to yeah. to make sure that the veterans and the people that have been traumatized could understand they're not the only ones. Yeah. It's a fascinating, uh, fascinating podcast. Your whole story, your book, all the things. Um, where can people find your book, by the way? The terrorist whisper. Yep. Just Google the terrorist whisper. I should come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll come up pretty quick. You'll see my fat version, my skinny version, and my muscular version. Yeah, and, and it's up view. to you. 
And yeah, I, I highly <laughs> recommend grabbing the book or watching yeah. the Amazon, yeah. uh, the, the, the documentary on Amazon titled the, the terrorist whisperer, um, which is all, all really cool things. And then of course the black side show and that's S I T E, right? S I T E. Yeah. yeah the black side show, which is a great yes, podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and you can follow them on TikTok and, yeah. and Instagram. We just had recently Kyle Carpenter, actually the youngest Marine Medal of honor. Right. He was on the podcast as well. We haven't released that. That was you had like Zelensky's yeah. like right hand guy on there at some point. Oh, didn't you have like Zelensky's? Oh no, I had actually Zelensky's um, secretary of economy. Yeah, through the through the Ukraine war. Right. I, I mean, you know how things are. I mean, I like to kind of talk to people versus sure. really listening to the news or anywhere right, else. Right. And usually talking to people, you really find out firsthand things. You know, yeah. as you know, many people have different opinions about the Iraq war. Sure. But my opinion is always going to be different because I have lived it. I have witnessed every single second of it for the right. whole five year war. So, you know, for me, it's like I'm not interested in the politics when I come to my podcast. I right. like to cover war stories and sure. things. But when it comes to things like that, it's pretty sensitive. I like to talk to people who are on the ground yeah. to really see what's happening. What are they dealing with? Because I've been in that position before. Right. Because like and from your stance, like yeah. and not to like like take over the whole show with this, but like, yeah. you know, a lot of us are like probably not for the Iraq war yeah. knowing what we know now, but you will always have been for the Iraq war yeah. because it freed a lot of your people. It got Indeed. rid of Saddam Hussein. Like yeah. you, and I've heard you talk about change. And that's why it's hard for me yeah. that although I know like as a nation, it sucks. And I think that yeah. Bush was a bad person. And I don't think yeah. that what he did was, was right. But at the same time, yeah. I'm happy we did it because we were able you know, because America yeah. was able to physically help yeah. human I mean, beings like you or, and I hear your stories and how thankful and grateful you are for, for, oh, for indeed, Americans. Indeed. And, I mean, there are things that are, you know, maybe bad for you, but then might be good for others. You know, right. um, yes. I mean, absolutely. so you're super thankful for the Iraq. Oh, war hell because, yeah. yeah 100, right, 110. You know. I mean, if you're, yeah. look, if people wouldn't understand it, right? Because people have not lived under Saddam Hussein. Right. So when I hear people say, hey, I'd rather have Saddam Hussein, we should have left him alone, right? If you were living under Saddam Hussein, you would absolutely not say that. Right. Because, you know, I, I look, imagine I went from Saddam prisons in age 12 to, um, Literally five years later, I'm sitting in his own chair, <laughs> in his own palace chair. Did you fart in that chair? Uh, no, I wish I could. Um, <laughs> but but um, you have to know, it's, it's uh, to, for Americans who are born and raised here, have their freedom. They lived a beautiful life. They had cereal every, every morning. Yeah. They're not going to look at it from your perspective. Right. That for me, I was in, in his prisons as a child prisoner, and then I go to to get an opportunity because of that war, right. I got an opportunity to have an equal gun battle against my enemies who I couldn't look in the face. Right. I couldn't talk to. Yeah. Um, to me, it's always going to be different. And to me, that was whatever, whether that decision was a mistake or not to yeah. me, that, that decision put me on a balanced battle against my enemies who were there for 35 years prior to me. And no one could ever look them in the face. They were that ignorant, that, that, that much of a dictatorship and tyranny and all of a sudden you find yourself with a gun and and nine magazines and they have a gun and few magazines and yeah. it is up to you to let them control your life or not or not and it's it's really different but if you put americans in that position today yeah imagine that feeling right, right? so it's 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 not a presidential it's not a politics the iraq war probably happened for a reason and look at Iraq now, what are they doing now with infrastructure, the younger right. generation being so free and mm -hmm. open and talking about their issues. If it wasn't for the American soldier, 
that generation wouldn't exist today. Sure. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, last question before I get you yeah. out of here. Uh, how do you see America going forward right now? I mean, you think you think we're we're on the right path, or or do you think we're uh, headed for something deeper and darker? Um, I mean, look, it's it's pretty hard uh, to say, right? Like, if we're going dark or if we're going towards better. The truth is, we need to be educated a little more to know where we're going. Uh, we think that politicians are taking us to where we're, where we're going, but that's that, that's false. I think we're in control still in what we're going and educating yourself outside of the mainstream media is the best thing you can do yourself as an American. Because if you find yourself very far in each side of the line, you'll find yourself to be really misinformed. Yeah. So. You really, I think we need to have a balance if we want to continue to be a, a, a great country, strong country. Um, we can have our differences, but we always have to watch off our enemies who are really big dogs and are waiting for us to get weak yeah. so they can take over. I mean, you think we're at World War Three by 2025? Like I mean, a lot of people are predicting. It's a scary because the the enemies who used to not like each other right now in the Middle East are forming an alliance, which scares me. I don't want to be back at war. I know right. what war is, and I right. don't want your children or mine to go to war. So the scary part is that right now, America is pretty much sitting on a chair and uh, not looking around at what's happening behind its back. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because of the political pity, bitterness we have, mm -hmm. we're so busy looking at everything else and not looking at what's happening around the world. You know, you got Iran and China who are now trying to form an alliance with Saudi Arabia, who is our, one of our biggest oil supporters basically now because we decided to depend on them. You have to be very careful and keep that rug under your leg strong because if your enemies pull that rug from under you, unfortunately, you're not going to have any other options other than going to war to to get your interest back, the American interest first, right? right. So I do believe if, if the American government, Democrat or Republican, need to figure out a way that when it comes to the American interest, that is a very important asset we need to protect no matter what. Yeah. No matter what do we think, because our allies are really good at what they do. And for Saudi Arabia and Iran to come into an agreement, you have to understand this is historical. This is, has not happened through history. And now these guys are forming an alliance and we're just sitting here doing nothing. We need to be careful of that. Yeah. Very careful because that's not just Iran and Saudi Arabia. That is Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, China all coming together. But you have to understand uh, five guys can make really five tough guys if yeah. they come together. And I think that America needs to understand now we might need some the right person for the right job yeah. next in order for us to really know how to deal with this. Cause this is a political game. This is foreign affairs. This yeah. is bigger than any average American citizen. And you need to be putting that American interest. The American interest should be a sacred interest right? before any politicians yeah, and before any, anybody, what they think it's best and put that American interest first. But I hope, I hope that we don't end up losing all our interests and everybody else is going to team up against the United States economy wise, interest wise, yeah, every oil wise, it's starting to look sales wise, and just be that. Did you see the Dalai Lama and the tongue sucking thing? No, uh, but the Dalai Lama had a child suck his tongue, he released an apology yesterday. Jesus Christ, 
uh, let me show you a picture of it really quick. Uh, this, that's what the show was titled today was tongue sucking Dalai Lamas. Jesus. Look at this. Uh, that is, I should have died in Iraq. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn. That's sick. Yeah. That makes the crazy bastard in my own birth country looks too good. Actually. I think, I think, oh. it you know, actually made like Biden look a little bit good. I mean, we thought it was crazy with this, the hair sniffing thing, but yeah. this motherfucker's getting kids to suck on his tongue on national television. He, he issued an apology though. He did. He did. He oh. said that, but, but he's, but here's what his apology was really fast and she didn't get to hear it. But what did uh, he say? He says, um, the Dalai Lama has apologized for kissing a young boy on the lips and asking him to suck my tongue quote after a video of the incident sparked outrage on social media. The 87-year-old Buddhist priest regrets the incident and wishes to apologize to the boy and his family as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words have caused. Wow. I don't think his words caused any hurt. I mean, look, I live in Iraq. I have seen worse crap than that, to be honest with you. We have some, like, uh, we have some, like, um, you know, like Muslim imams that had believed that they're, if they spit on somebody, it will heal them from illness <laughs> or something. And I've watched actually a guy was in a mosque and it had like 300 people all over with with little cups in their hands oh. waiting for him to spit in that cup and oh. i saw that right and i literally when i say the iraq war it was yeah. absolutely a good thing happened yeah. <laughs> because we went from that generation who was thinking this way to a generation that says get out of here you are nothing special I don't right. need you to spit on me. If you spit on me, I'm going to put my foot up your ass. Yeah, and that's truly ass. where this video is, is so creepy because it starts out with like a Tibetan head thing, which is normal, right? That's mm -hmm. fine. Then he asked the kid for a kiss on the cheek and the kid's like, sure. Damn. And then he goes suck on my tongue. And the kid's like, damn, what the fuck? I think that kid is going to have a bright future and he's going to be like the Eric Tanzi of that country. <laughs> Dude, I'd be... <laughs> Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> He's gonna podcast about this crap for the rest <laughs> of his life. Oh, hey, Amity, we appreciate you. Gonna be at the meetup tonight? Uh, I will try my best as I'm busy with my business, and I think I, I'll uh, be my best uh, to be there. Yeah, no yeah. I think there'll be a lot of fans that, that'll be wanting to see you tonight. Absolutely, and, uh, I'll and, do and my I'm best. sure. Bring some books if you got some books. Bring some books. They'll buy some books, dude. I mean, right, obviously buddy. they're raining fucking so cash. Let's see you, man. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Uh, I got one more guest over here. We've got uh, Dan. From one more and I'm out of here podcast. Come on in, Dan. Great. Dan, the punching bag. Great. Thanks They've been a lot. picking on him a lot. Thanks uh, a lot, man. You, you know, you, I'll say this though. I'll say you this. Make, you make me follow the guy that's been in an Iraqi prison who's seen <laughs> combat, sat in Saddam Hussein's chair, and what do I got? I got a story about running out of gas on my motorcycle. Thanks a lot, brother. <laughs> you know, but you I always got to always got to follow the tough guys. You you've got the best radio voice in the business. Yeah, that's because I'm in radio. You are. And what, what radio station do you are you Se seven hundred WLW? It's in uh, Cincinnati. Big AM uh, fifty thousand watt flamethrower. Okay. Dominant station has been for years and years and years. Like. Yeah. I grew up listening to that station. Yeah. And the fact that I get to work there now and do talk shows on that radio station. Now, you've heard of Bill Cunningham, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Bill Cunningham. So uh, I actually talked to him earlier today, and he has a national show on Sunday nights that goes oh. out all across the iHeartMedia network. And uh, I'm doing his show on, uh, on Sunday night in a couple of weeks from now. Oh, that's freaking yeah, awesome. So dude. it's going to be my first national show. So that's, uh, you know, other than 
you know, being on the uh, failure to stop, stop yeah. and then the one more I'm out of here podcast. And by the way, you know, Kiefer yeah. was here yesterday with, he's going to be on in a little bit. Right. I don't know why he didn't do this when he opened his beer. Right. But you know, one, one more and I'm out of here. Yeah, you do it. He did it in the mic. Did, a few did, times. did you hold it up to the mic? He okay. Did. I missed that part. He he's slipping me off. Right he, now. <laughs> he did. Uh, but your boy, Rob, he was drinking Bud Light and uh, I think he's like, like wearing a bra, maybe underneath the shirt. Oh, uh, So like yeah. now I'm kind of well, like nervous that, and by, and by the way, you'll notice true. I'm not drinking a Bud Light. Yeah, what is that? Is a, that frost, Sprite? a frosty Coors Light. A frosty Coors Light. Sprite, same thing. And- <laughs> How, so the, you you really did run out of gas on the motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Do you not have like a gas com- gauge on that motherfucker? No, I was coming across the state line from uh, uh, West Virginia into Virginia. Yeah, and there's a that, you go through that big tunnel right there. Yeah, and so you felt you run out of gas in the tunnel. Right on the other side of the tunnel, the, ga- oh the gas light came yeah. on, and okay. I and the exit I wanted to go to was was four miles away, and I'm thinking I can make it four miles. Well, I could. So the gas so light it, only gives you. It gave like me very, gave me very little. And so you don't have a reserve tank. I actually no, I actually was able to pull off, got into a rest area, and I I didn't jump up in anyone's cab like Rob suggested. Oh, okay. And that's when and I, you and hitchhiked. I can't ride with. <laughs> The guy's going to say, I mean, he always goes to the homosexual stuff, right? Yes. I mean, right away. Right. And, and okay. And you're little, old school. Probably. A little bit of that is okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, and but look, you draw the line at like jerking you off. I, I, I don't want to ride in a, in a car with a guy like that. I don't want right. to stay in a hotel. Sure. The, the fact that I stayed in a completely different hotel is, is like a, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not regretting it at all. <laughs> Even though it's a little inconvenient. It's, yeah. it's, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's safe. Right. It's safe. Um, <laughs> but listen to what that guy, the, 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 the terrorist whisper, is that what you call him? Terrorist, yeah, whisper. terrorist whisper. I mean, listen to what he was saying when he was on his way, he talks about international news, international stories and right. why they're important. And, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday that the fact that there's so many people out there who don't pay attention to that kind of stuff, right? They, they want to, you know, they, uh, they want to know all the pop, I mean, and, and all the pop culture stuff and all that, that stuff's good to talk about and know about, but important stories like that. And the way the country is going, you listen to a perspective that that guy has from not being from here right. and he's lived it. He's seen all the terrible things that can happen. And, and he's telling us straight out, that that is the way we are. That is the way we are headed, if we don't start doing something different. And this guy, you know, like Joe Biden right now. I mean, he is he is completely going the wrong way on every single item, especially when it comes to foreign policy. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know that he could be doing too much though. I, he just doesn't seem like he's. Uh, he doesn't have a lot like, on the ball. I, I don't think you know. It, it seems like he always has a handler. Um, you know, I I was close to somebody who died of uh, of Alzheimer's and. Um, you can tell that who the handler is, right? Like the person standing next to him, just making sure that they don't say like "fuck shit," "cock balls," you know, have their moment. And um, at, at all times, um, Biden, whenever well, he speaks, he's got that person right there next to him. Just imagine if he had of, Tourette's on top of what he, you know, all the other stuff he's got going on. If he talk about a shit show, damn. you think you'd ever have? Uh, you ever think you'd have a little child suck on his tongue? God, that is just so. I mean, it's 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 not. Could it's you imagine not, being so powerful that you could just tell a child to suck your tongue? All I can think of is that this is this is not Bill Murray's Dalai Lama, right? No, you know, no. Caddyshack, you know, yeah. Bill Murray's caddying for the llama. Right, llama's he's a big hitter. Yeah. So you know, we you know we get done and he's gonna stiff me. I said, hey, llama, how about a little something you know for the effort? <laughs> <laughs> not you, the same Dalai Lama. Could you imagine being so powerful that you could just tell a child to suck your tongue? 
I want that power. That's creepy, man. It's I don't weird. Know if and I it. guess I guess there's some people out there who think it's just fine, but for God's it's sake. It's crazy that they think it's fine. And they, it's but the, that that's the whole co- like we were talking about Bud Light earlier. And then the brand manager did an interview on some other podcast. I don't know what podcast it was. But she said something she she was talking about uh, Bud Light, uh, the, the the drinkership and people who are drinking Bud Light is going downhill. She didn't like the the fratty atmosphere and like the funny commercials that they used to do for Bud Light. Right. Like, like back in the day, Charlton Heston did commercials for Bud Light. Funny as hell. Right. And the Bud Light commercials have just been great commercials. And she says, well, we want to appeal to women, too. So how do you appeal to women? Well, you get some dude who's pretending to be a woman. To, to, and, and not to even doing a good job. Why, why not get a real woman? Right. So, I mean, you want to appeal to women? Fine. But now that can, that Bud Light can, in sort of somewhat of defense, that was only made for that individual. For Dylan Mulvaney, yeah. Right. It I, it's I, not, I, it's not like, it's know, not like they care. put it in like cans like worldwide. And, and let's face it, they've put Cincinnati Bengals logo on the same Bud Light cans. Sure. Which is they've been doing arguably even more gay than Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> <laughs> depends on... I, you know how you feel about your NFL teams, but for God's sake, if if all you're going to do, is, if you want to appeal to the LGBTQ crowd or the transgender crowd, right. that is literally such a small cross section of American people. I mean, are they I big mean, spenders or something? Like, why is if you everybody think your trying to get in there? is declining now, wait till you appeal just to that audience and then see what you're doing. Like, transgender people must be fucking loaded with money because everybody's trying to advertise to them right now. Give me that money. I didn't know that transgender people were that rich. Well, it costs a lot of money. I guess it and does. That's, and, that, and that's why, that's why it, it and I, I hate to keep talking about it all the time, but it's, it's that's the, all it's you can think the about. Main issue. All you can think about is transgender. That's in the in the news all the time. No, it is. It's everywhere you go, though. Like on, honestly, um, but forty grand. You can't for find the a TV series right now that doesn't have this on. Yeah, it. You can't forty find grand for the surgeries, and, and then especially and and look, if you want to change your sex, if you want to say you're a a man who wants to be a woman, I, I, do it. Knock yourself out. Right. The only thing I say is just leave the kids out of it. Right. Why can't you just? It is leave? very odd to me that we it's, do spend a lot of time bringing kids into this conversation. It's a very adult conversation. Well, that's it. You know, I, it, kids should be more concerned about, you know, Ninja Turtles or, or what Power Ranger that they they identify as. But I think know? there's I think there's a certain segment of parents out there or legal guardians who get their kicks out of virtue signaling. Hey, look, well, no, it, I've I, got a trans kid. I don't think right? it's it, that. I think it's more. It's, some, it's partly that, but I think it's more that you've got uh, parents who have mental illnesses. Well, it, yeah, it's mentally mental illnesses. Ill parents trying right. to live vicariously through their child and put their mental illness onto their child. And, and a child's going to do whatever they, you know, if, if I try, if I convince my 10-year-old right now that he's a girl, even though he's the manliest of little boys, rugby player, uh, 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 skateboarder, whatever. You know, if I really start hounding on my kid and I, and I sit him down and I convince him that he's a yeah. girl, he'll Guess fucking what? listen to At me. At some point, he's going to believe you. He'll right. listen to me because I'm, I'm his world. I'm, I'm, I'm everything to him. So I think it's these mentally ill parents who have their own fucking mixed up mental health things and then they're putting it onto their children and if you look at the percentage of kids who are claiming that they're trans right now it is it is way 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 out of proportion but you know there was a time when for some people a status symbol was having a mercedes in the driveway that's status symbol. right now it's having a a, a trans kid it's 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 just been replaced with with something different yeah um 
And then you, remember back in like the, not the revolutionary days, but the guys who kind of went through that like little cross-dressing phase back in the day. Remember they used to wear makeup and put the little. Yeah. Well, cross-dressing you know? is one thing. Yeah. Cross-dressing is one thing, but it, uh, it, and you know, look, and I don't when it comes to the kids, leave the kids right. out. Of it. Why, you know, strippers, we keep the strippers in the strip club. Let's keep the, uh, the, the, the what, what do you call the transgender dancers? Uh, drag queens. Yeah, the drag queens. Why don't we yeah. keep the drag queens in the drag queen bars? Like, why are we putting the drag queen? Well, you wouldn't put a stripper in a library reading to children. Why would we put a drag queen in a library reading books to children? It makes no sense. Well, to and that's a, and that's the thing. You've got, uh, I mean, Tennessee just passed a law. Uh, Kentucky has one now where they're cracking down on drag shows. And have you have you seen the videos? Yeah. Where you've got kids who are show. six, seven, eight years old. I'm dressed in drag to a drag show. Stuffing dollar bills in the, I mean, when Not you got little kids like that, right. stuffing dollar bills into the G-string it's of a grown-ass man it's terrible. who's I don't swinging even like his it. junk right in front of their yeah. face. It, 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 tell it's me gross. what's right and wholesome right. and uplifting about that. I don't even like Absolutely I don't nothing. even like that Hooters is, you know, you're allowed to go to Hooters before you're 18. You I know, know what I mean? But like, the Hooters they, girls don't come and swing their titties right in front of a little kid's face. They don't. for God's sake. But yeah, it's, 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 it's weird times that we're living in, man. It's weird times. And, and it's odd. It's odd that anybody would want to bring that. And then why anybody is fighting for that. Right. It's very, very odd. I feel, I feel like there's a lot of other mountains to die on right now. Um, and, and one of them, probably the last of those mountains would be having weirdos dance in front of children. doesn't make much sense to me. Well, there's some people all. who think that's the most important thing. I know because trans kids, you know, look, uh, it, we have casinos in Cincinnati. You got to be 21 years old to walk into a casino, not to just pay, play. You can't even step foot inside a casino unless you're 21 years old, right? Because you might lose money in a slot machine yeah. or you might lose money if you double down on a blackjack or on the roulette wheel right. or something. But when it comes to uh, being seven or eight or 10 years old, and you say, well, I want to have surgery to cut my junk off, well, that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. So, so we're supposed to. Act as if kids making those kind of decisions is right. is yeah. Right, I, where, I right think I think we just took uh, celebrating mental health uh, or mental <laughs> you know mental health the, the wrong way. Like yeah. Well, thanks for having us. His in, mental man. health is bad. It's so been we're going to celebrate. Fun. No, you're, it's you're been great, this. man. We love the one more nine. I, 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 I'm not worthy to suck your tongue, so maybe Jason. Yeah, right kiss now. the ring of your holiness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You Thanks a lot, out, man. It's been fun. You ran out of gas on your motorcycle. You're not sucking my right. tire. <laughs> One more and I'm out of here, baby. Thanks. Yeah, thank and thanks guys. for plugging the podcast and everything. Oh, dude, we love you guys. Great. We love you guys all the time. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, one more. We got one more guy. I in can't there. wait to see the distillery today. Oh, yeah. We're going to be over there shortly. As soon as this show's over. Um, Will Cray in the chat says, can I get the government to pay for my penis enlargement surgery? Dude, if that thing gets any bigger, if that thing gets any bigger. You already, you already have a fucking cane, dude. How are you going to carry around a hog like that? Um, Andrea says TGR. He didn't leave a tip. Uh, we'll see Andrea here pretty soon. Hopefully, she's driving. Was fucking it, was around it on just her phone right now. Might have been just a tip. Um, <laughs> probably just a tip. Just a tip. Jay Kiefer, uh, you're from the one more, and I'm out here as well. You brought on a um hell of a show last night. True Crime Tuesday last night. Super Thank funny. You. One of the best reels we've ever made is now posted on our Instagram. <laughs> thanks to you guys. Um, that is hilarious. The, the true crime shit was was fun, and and I appreciate you guys coming down here. And hanging out with us now you're a firefighter you know uh here it comes what's it like dude? what's it what's it like always being second or like even third best well first responder word if you ask, do you consider yourself a second responder if, um i guess i would take it i'd take second responder it's fine because you guys you guys want to come into the firehouse use our shitter 
eat our food yeah. and, and we're okay somebody's got to support the fucking we're workers. okay with that because we usually get better pay raises than you do so i mean it, do all, you? it all makes sense in what state in what city does a firefighter make more money than a cop uh most of them no oh, fuck yeah. out or at least here. up where, where we're from are you serious yeah not a chance here now granted all of us get paid shit but yeah i think i think our firefighters our hours our hours are better i work you, know, you do get better i hours. work 120 20 days a year and that's if if i go if i don't have a kelly day you know i'm working what's nine, a kelly day you get uh you get assigned a day of the week so every three weeks you know we do one on two off 2448s so like my day's wednesday so whenever i work a sunday my next day would be wednesday well i don't go into work so i get five days off in a row every three weeks right so okay. you take you take that out of working a third of the year that cuts it down even more still getting getting paid decently and i mean we most places have we have the same retirements so we're still going out at the same time but i've, I've got a question for for firefighters it's not very often i get to just have like a, a real conversation with firefighters uh it's hard to tell what's real with you and what's not so do you guys get horny when you're fucking with those hoses oh yeah all the time so much phallic it's you know it's yeah it's stiff in your hand yeah sleeping with all those guys all the time you guys ever kind of you ever thought about being gay no no that's, that's never crossed my mind now I, I do i do i do know <laughs> i do know a guy that actually retired and went into gay porn he was a fireman i know a navy seal that went into gay porn after he got shot in the arm in afghanistan but as Dan said, more power to you. You do you, man. Yeah, you do, but don't, you do. but don't do me because I'm out. Don't do me. Um, firefighters are they pretty gay? There's a lot of them that are. A lot of a lot of gay firefighters. Like just yeah, just complete. Really, just full flaming. Full flaming. Full flaming firefighter gay. <laughs> no, I I only know that one guy. You only know one guy. I only know the one guy. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I know two. Yeah, I, I, every firefighter I've ever met is gay. Well, every single one of them. The, the, the primrose glasses that you're wearing, that you're looking, I see it, it portrays it. I'm not trying to be biased or anything. Not at all. Why are you gay? And I would expect nothing less you know out of this meetup and hanging out with you on this podcast yeah. to not get shit. How often do firefighters look at cops and just go, fuck, I wish I was that? Never. Really? No, we're always like, oh, glad we took the right test. Really? Yeah man see the funny thing is is like in in some of your podcasts and and you know cops and firemen you know bus chops all the time but you know when oh we have to wait for the scene scene to be secure yeah i mean because they don't allow us to carry guns the difference right. is, is you guys don't know what you're doing in the fire world you want to be the hero grab your extinguisher out of the trunk and go in and and then we're pulling your dumb asses out because when you that don't ever, have, when's that ever happened besides 9 it happens all the time who was pulling who out on 9 11. uh nobody Co <laughs> damn uh, it's factual we all lost a lot of people it's true firefighters lost more though 343. wow see there right there should boom should have been a cop should have been a cop in that instance probably probably yeah that instance <laughs> that, that one instance. that instance i've never heard of a cop being rescued by a firefighter oh my god I, I will send you article after article after article as soon as i we're done with this yeah but i, I mean, promise you it's probably russian it's it's, it's it's fake news russian it's, it's russian. the cnn fake news yeah, as donald trump that's all russian fake news <laughs> um real quick what's your favorite sh what's your favorite show on the fair stop channel i'm a huge fan of last call is everybody just saying that no right now? and here, here's why just saying that. but i'm i am gonna be i'm a little bit of a fence rider but last call because it reminds me a lot of ours okay we do the pop culture stuff now yeah. you, you guys have different formats which i right. think fits perfect with your your brand for us i mean that's we're talking about what's hot you know yeah. what we're finding 
so I can relate a lot to it. Um, huge fan of Comp Center though. Yeah. With John, Jonathan's dry, angry personality. Yes. It's, I mean, it just sparkles on the screen. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. He's doing such a great job and we really appreciate it. I don't know why he's not hanging out with us as much tonight. That's but, uh, well, he's antisocial. I told I him that in a text guess. message yesterday. I guess. A little yeah. bit upset. Yeah. And he was, he was salty yesterday too. Oh, well, per, you know, per the use, I can't, uh, you know, I can take you to the water. Can't force you to drink. But anything. I think they, you guys have put a great program together with that, with having the call in ability, you know, and it's, it's very crowd interactive. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think it was work. a great addition. Those guys work, uh, really, really, really hard. And, uh, but it's, it's, you know, paying off big because the channel is, is going to think we're up like 16% just even in the last two weeks, which is, which is really cool. Night uh, shift would be a favorite if Andrea's internet was a little bit better, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I Right. Right. But I, I, hopefully the world knows now, like, now that you guys came down here, you got to see it for yourself. You got to see what I deal with on a daily basis. Can it's, I, can I say one real quick yeah, story? I know we got to get out of here. You want to, we don't have to go anywhere. So you, you called, you called Dan the punching bag and, and he kind of is sure. Dan is one of the smartest, intelligent, dumb guys that I know. And he's one of my very best friends, yeah. very intelligent, common that's, that's sense. That's the way Dwight Schrute is on the office. Com common sense just kind of, kind of surpasses, but before a couple of days before we came down here we went to a cincinnati roller girls oh derby i, I love roller derby oh uh, it was it was i'd never been so much fun super cool what dan didn't know and i didn't know until the day of but we didn't tell dan was that it was pride night at the roller derby it was what pride night i thought every night's pride night at the roller derby this, i don't think, I think this, you have to be gay to this, roller derby. this was a this was a special night that they were advertising and i didn't see any of it dan didn't see any of it so so dan <laughs> like so dan walked really into gay. this completely blind and he's accepting of everybody but he walked in friend. he goes what in the actual fuck is happening right i got now? a gay friend she's married and she's not even as gay <laughs> as gay roller derby girls <laughs> it was i've got i posted some good reels and and some pictures and it was it was one of the most fun nights i've had yeah but just watching the oh, reaction it's so funny so and here's the thing i've always said this and i think a lot of people will probably agree with me gay straight bi we're confused um is that that roller that shit that's where it belongs right and we can accept that we can right. have fun right like i you know that's we know that that's what you're getting into when you go to roller derby night now i don't want that kind of behavior at the skate park exactly every single day because i you know i it's, it's it's like i don't want kids coming in here to this fucking meetup because it's not appropriate dude right we're gonna be drinking a lot of beer tonight I'm going to be saying, I'm going to be up on stage doing some pretty horrendous comedy, saying some really fucked up things, embarrassing myself and my family name. I don't need to, there doesn't need to be children around that, that, that stuff. Yeah. Know, that, there's a time and a place. There's a and, fucking time and a place. Man. And but, like uh, Dan said, do I mean, you can do whatever you want. That that's, that's all well and good, but put it in the right, in the right place. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, hey man, we appreciate you guys being out here tonight. I'm going to get, you guys jump, have been I'm awesome. going to wrap this thing up with dead leg here. Yep. And then we're going to go out there and party because we got to be at the distillery in a couple hours. And uh, I haven't had a single beverage. My children just showed up. Um, hey, why don't you go grab my son? I'm going to bring my son on and celebrate. Just grab Duke. We'll celebrate with him really quickly. He's way more um, important than I am. But uh, are you ready for tonight? You going to have a couple of beers? Yeah, I got. Are you allowed? I got my drugs in there. Oh, yeah, that'll really fuck me up. Yeah, it just double down on oh, it. Oh, yeah, it'll, it, yeah. Like, I think about alcohol. I don't, I can honestly, I can't remember the last time I had a drink. Really? I, I just, well, without, with all the meds that I had to take already, it'll really screw you up. So, okay. And then before that, I just wasn't a big drinker. Well, I mean, just don't with. even drink. Just get checked up on your own meds, dude. Uh, a good old Long Island will just take you a long way. There you go. All right. Here's my son. I'm going to bring my son on here really fast. I'm um, just since we're having a podcast of Palooza and he has his own 
podcast called Gromit Vomit Podcast. Dude, what's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. Uh, I just got back from over there on the couch watching you do your podcast. Oh, dude, really? Yeah, Probably taking should. notes, um, seeing what I can do for my podcast. Oh, snap, dude! Uh, dude, that's yeah. cool. That's killer, man. Uh, you guys, um, you've had some pretty cool guests on your podcast, right? Yeah, we got um, Ryan Sheckler. We got um, we got a bunch of people, yeah. and it's just kind of hard to keep track of all of them. Yeah, uh, we had Ryan Clements. Yeah. Um, White Hammond. White Hammond. Yep. Yeah, White yeah. Hammond. Rob Machado. Rob Machado. Uh, you guys are crushing see. it. Yeah. And uh, you got a big contest coming up. You got the Myrtle Beach Am. Um, and this will be your first contest riding for, who do you ride for now? DeVille Skateboards. DeVille Skate Shop, yep. Yeah, pretty stoked. You stoked on the contest? Oh, very. Yeah. What are you most excited about? Mm, okay. There's two things I'm most excited about. I'm excited about just um, being there with my friends and having a good time. Oh. But there's something also I kind of want to try. I want to... It's this thing called Lemons and Dough. What is a lemon? What is that? Lemons and Dough. It's like a food truck. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so you're you're all up on this food truck. Yeah, mostly mostly about the competition, but <laughs> I kind of want to try this food truck. Dude, you are such a little savage! <laughs> like biggest contest of your life, and you're stoked on the food truck that I didn't even. How did you even know that there's going to be a food truck there called Lemons and? Uh, they're sponsoring the Myrtle Beach Am. No way. All right. Well, I mean, things you learn from your from your child. Cool. What's uh, what, what you got? You got any big plans for your podcast? Uh, not really. Just trying to work hard and get it bigger. Yeah. What, what, how can people go and follow you? Uh, they can go on Instagram, YouTube. They can go to on YouTube. They can go to Tansy Fam and on. Now, you got Grandma Bowman on YouTube now. I, Oh, I do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I got Gromit Vomit on YouTube and I got Gromit Vomit on Instagram. I don't think we have TikTok, though. No, we don't have a TikTok. No. We have Facebook. You got a Facebook. Have Facebook and you yeah. got a website. You got gromvomit.com. Yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Hey, dude, thanks for coming and hanging out on my podcast, man. You're doing a great job. You're killing it. Love you. Go say hi to your brothers. Do your thing, man. Appreciate you coming on my show. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Well, it's a, it a magical day today, man. We're all having a good time. Um, but it is that it's at lunchtime. Probably should go pick up some pizzas. Um, and uh, man, I appreciate all you guys that are out there watching the live show. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we're gonna party for the rest of the night. And if you're if you're around the Raleigh, North Carolina area, and you could get here in the next five hours, four hours, get your asses on down here. Come on and see us, guys. Until next time, this is Deadleg Media and Eric Tanzi from the Failure to Stop Podcast Last Call Show. Until next time, guns up and giddy up.